It's a wild, wild world of sports. Let's talk about some crazy things today on True Comedy. What's up, everybody, and welcome to True Comedy. I'm Kirsten Cunningham. And I'm Nicholas Finch. <laughs> and today we are joined by a longtime friend and really my brother, you know, Corey. Uh, welcome to the show. Brother, your little big brother. Introduce me right. <laughs> my younger brother, Corey Cunningham. Welcome to the show, Corey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's, okay, so... Before we kind of dive into the show, we want to thank everybody for liking, sharing, subscribing, and just keeping up with True Comedy. For those of you that I know personally that have reached out for stickers, awesome. Hopefully, you'll get those soon. Anybody else wants that sticker perk, all you got to do is hit us up, follow us on social media, hit our DMs, and we will send you a sticker as long as you live in the continuum. That said perk. <laughs> oh, we recorded. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> this boy is slow, y'all. This go- We are in for something, y'all. I just... Wow. These, these boys been wilding for the past 10 minutes before we even press record. Mm. They've been wilding. And they talking mm. about this is your regular conversation. I'm like, it is. hilarious. I it mean, is. and it is. Well, I bet you y'all family reunion is hell on her in a good we way. We don't have them. Oh, you we can't. don't have them. Oh, don't know how to act, bro. <laughs> we, we, See, we I can believe them. it. I can believe it. <laughs> uh, it's bad when I got to be the mediator. Boy, who? You a mediator. I got the most. No, no. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank you. But y'all, thank you so much for listening, like, sharing, subscribing, all that fun jazz. What we're going to do today is since we have a um, professional athlete on the show, we decided we're just going to talk some craziness about like sports and all that jazz. And it's not going to be your typical this X, Y, and Z team stuff. It's just going to be some crazy stuff we found and we're just going to chat about it. And I think Nick has a couple things. We just have a little fun, you know, talking. Laughing, doing stupid stuff. I think I might have misunderstood the assignment. What did you think the assignment was? I thought we were just talking about, you know, crazy stuff that we've seen in sports that done happen. I mean, we can, but that wasn't the assignment. But we can do that. I got <laughs> okay. some stuff. I, t- I tell you what, here's what we'll do. Just so I can understand where I messed up. Why don't you go first? And then maybe okay. I can... You know, do what I okay. always do. Make it up as the show goes along. Okay. Well, Corey, I got a question for you. What's okay. it like playing in the NFL? Hold on. Everybody don't know. My name is Corey Cottrell Cunningham. Oh, oh, oh don't, don't pull cursing, your government name. Uh, don't put your government name good. out there. I'm Curtis Cunningham, little big brother. Mm-hmm. Glad to be here on the show. Thank you all for having me on here. Oh, yeah, you're Mr. welcome. Appreciate you having me on here, my brother. <laughs> Ask away. Whatever y'all want to know, I'm an open book. Oh, okay. Let's go. So what'd you say? So, Corey, recently you went to a New York Knicks game, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's this TikTok going around where you just were enjoying the moment. That was um, not in this game. That was, that was a, a Rangers Island. game. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Island. Hey, that yeah. was an Islanders game. Okay, well, thank you for correcting me because I didn't know. I wasn't going to even try to know. But... No, you did. Okay, I'm thinking about the Knicks game where you were on a side court with Spike Lee. Okay, I got those. Those were two separate incidences. Sorry, I got them confused. Same color, same color, orange and blue. Yeah, but you ripped your shirt off. Orange and blue. Right. You ripped your shirt off and quote unquote chugged a beer. And everybody's like, well, no beer was in that cup or nothing, right? I got a question. Oh, no, it, 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 no, it was beer. I just didn't chug it. 
Okay, you just made it look like you did. Yeah. So the 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 the, the behind the things behind that whole story is, it was that was a last minute deal. My dog Tyree Phillips hit us up, say, "Hey, we got this little event. They want some of the old linemen to come to the to the Islanders game." Mm-hmm. I never heard of the Islanders or nothing like that. No offense, nobody. Uh, you know, you just didn't I, know. I just got here. Know what you didn't know a couple years ago. So I, you know, yeah. I just all I know was like the Rangers. I just know it was like I just heard it's a New Jersey Devil. Then so, and you know, work said, home sleep, work home work sleep. sleep, exactly. So he said, "Boom, hit us up." I got the Sprinter van. We're gonna slide to the Islanders game and everything like that. So uh, we get there, and uh, the PR lady comes up, say, "Hey, uh, at the end of so and so quarter or period, they're gonna put y'all on the screen. You know, they want y'all to like, you know, turn oh, the fans up, okay. this, that, and, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other." Everything like that, and so, um, so you had to act them. I'm like, dang, who gonna do this? And before I say anything, all my boys already looking at me, they're like, This on you, boy. They're like, There's like no excuse. I said, Nah, bro, this like, I'm not doing that. I think, Corey, this is on you, like 100%. This is on you, and you know, so our new coaching staff, new regime, you know, everything juiced up now. Like, Mm -hmm. our coaching staff, they they swagged out. Mm-hmm. The top to the bottom, everybody, you know, even everybody in the upstairs, office, uh, offices, logistics, all that. Everybody got the juice now. Like, that's just, you got to show the work with the juice every day. And so I'm just thinking, like, dang, can't sit here and just doing a little pageant wave at the fans and everything, you know. <laughs> John's going to go to the playoffs for the first time in, since, what, 2000, 16. whatever. Yeah, 2016. I was going to say, I ain't want to be wrong on here. First, going to the playoffs, uh, first time since 2016. And we knew we was going to go play Minnesota. This, this is my other mindset. I had to really like process everything. I was like, man, let me put the team. Let me put the team first real quick. Let me put the team first. I said, dang, all right, we're going to go play Minnesota. We let them boys off the hook that first time we played them. And we knew, mm-hmm. all right, we got these boys in the wild card. And after mm-hmm. that, that was, a, that was a Thursday night. We had a Friday, Friday, uh, fast Friday next day. And I'm like, dang, we didn't really put in like a good week of work. And like, the boys, like, I, I don't want to ever say this, but, like, we all knew we was going to go to, like, that game in Minnesota, we, we was winning this game in Minnesota, 100%. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, man, make it better. The Islanders are actually playing a team out of Minnesota. Okay. And so okay, I get there, and I was like, dang. We got to turn these fans up. This is New York. Uh-huh. We, like, And my boys, like, bro, we already taking over New York as it is, and once he said that, and I would think was, I'm very good at playing a part. Like, was not drunk at all. No one near drunk. Had probably. I know because you were standing up. Yeah, probably had like two white claws, something like that. And so, uh, I'm actually not even a beer chugger, too. That's what I I'm know. Get to that later. And so, it comes down to time. And to be honest, they had all you can eat food and everything, like right behind. Like, it was on <laughs> in our little. Uh, what the thing is called, bro? I love box. We'll say sweet. Yeah, box. it was in our little box and everything. They had us in the uh, in the owner suite and everything. So I'm going in and out, smashing the food, bro. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like being Corey Cunningham, basically. And so, uh, you side camera in front of she me. Came, she came back in with that. She came back in with her headset on and stuff. She's like, "All right, guys, you ready?" And I was like, "Bro, I'm not gonna do this." And they like, "Nah, Corey, this is on you." And my dog Tyree, my boy out of Mississippi, he like, "Hey, bro, we gonna turn up." Like I'm uh, like. I'm gonna turn you on be your hype, man. And so like it just that that moment came and it just hit. I said, dang. How did you rep- 
whenever they put an old lineman on any type of camera or any type mm-hmm. of like on any type of jumbo trying at the game, they always definitely a hockey game. They gonna turn up, you know. You look at some of the dog like Taylor Lewan, some of the other cats that you know. It's a whole list old linemen that do it. I'm like, dang, can't go outside. So you know, uh, they put us on there. So I just want to know. How do you rip the shirt off <sighs> and keep the hat on? Hat stayed on. Yeah, because you know y'all always be telling me, boy, stop wearing them hats too tight. Y'all always <laughs> tell me, and that's and that's funny because. So the next day in our team, to your head, bro. What? Come on now. So the next day in our team meeting, uh, I was scared. I was like, "Dang, I hope I'm not going to be in trouble for this and nothing like that." Because you know, mm-hmm. I'm just used to you know the places I just was the the teams I was at before. Like, dang, that that would have been like a that been frowned upon and everything. I'm like, yeah. dang. Oh, mm-hmm. We I'm got like, we got look at we you got with your media oh, training. A hundred percent. You didn't even so mention like, another team. I'm proud uh, of you. A hundred percent. And so, um. As I'm thinking about it, I'm like, dang, I really didn't get no sleep that night. I said, Man, uh-huh. am I going to be in trouble for them? I'm like, nah, coach ain't going to trip about this. I said, nah, coach ain't going to trip about this. So we get in the team meeting the next morning. We sit in the team meeting, and uh, Coach Dave, uh, Dave's, Dave, Brian Dayball, head coach, he's uh, giving the spiel, talking about mm. uh, basically about, you know, Minnesota playoff game, wild card game. It's gonna be very loud, this, that, and the other. Because one of our my other teammate, my boy Nick Gates, has said, uh, they're so and so fans, and the one it ain't gonna be that loud. Mm-hmm. Uh Dave's is like, it's gonna be loud, and the fans are gonna be they're gonna be in there going crazy. But I don't know if they're gonna be in there going this crazy. And they see I know the next clip had me taking my shirt out, <laughs> chugging the beer, but he played it in the team meeting this morning. I sunk down in my seat, I said, Oh no, he really just played this. <laughs> I'm like, no way. No way he's doing this, but I mean, he and, and that's funny you said it because he brought it up. It's like, what I want to know is how you hit, how, how the hat stayed on when you rip your shirt off. I'm just saying, and I was like, dang, he really played it. But you know, coaches, team, everybody's in there laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, they said the owner is back there having a good time laughing at it too. So I said, dang, all right, Mr. Mary about to laugh, and we good, mm-hmm. we good. Mm-hmm. But you know, so, so my question, I got another one. How much you think that beer costs? How much does a beer cost at an event like that? That was free ninety nine, right? I, I know that, but for us um, that don't have a blue check mark beside our names, yeah, that's probably like a twelve dollar bill. We think twelve, sixteen dollar. Uh, but like this, I went to a Yankees game. Uh, tell when they was in the uh, they was in the playoffs. I paid sixteen dollars for a tall boy. Okay, so I say I know I used to work concessions, so I understand that pricing sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, nah. I brought all of that up to really bring up. Have y'all ever heard of the Idaho hockey beer scam? You probably hadn't because I'm the one bringing it up. Well, in March 2014, a group of Idaho hockey fans filed a lawsuit against Boise Arena, accusing that they had been scammed out of um, out of their value of their beer. Basically, fans at the Idaho Idaho Steelheads allege that they were defrauded by the CenturyLink Arena, which charges seven dollars for a large beer and four dollars for a small beer. The problem being that all their beers were technically small. Here's what they did. And this is some stuff, core that I know you're about to say. To different size cup. Same amount of beer, but the large cup was taller and skinnier. Vanessa. Oh, they yeah. completely finessed these That's folks. beautiful. Vanessa. Vanessa. And so, like, the um, team owners and all stuff were trying to say, well, we weren't trying to defraud people. It was crap. just a mistake. No, they just got caught. 
bull crap. See, that's, that's and they and y'all always say, folks will always say, that's what we what we need geometry for, dude. We don't need this in real life. And now if y'all had known geometry, you never got right. cheated out of some money. Right. Also, I know everybody realized here, I'm just sitting here quietly. I didn't say nothing during that whole thing. And y'all need to yeah, understand. Yeah, cursing that went from cursing, dude. Got off 55 and got on got on 31. They kept on going. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. Look, I had this No, I had this mapped out where we were going. No, no, no. Hear me out. Oh, okay, I, I want to explain okay. to the people at home why I was sitting yeah. here quietly. Y'all, y'all need to understand. Corey is playing for my favorite team. Like, I have been a Giants fan my entire life. And him, listen to him yeah, yeah. tell stories about things that happened with the Giants and in New York. It's just like I, I'm sitting here like a like a little kid right now. I was like, <laughs> you, <laughs> you were talking about drawing table. Nick, we he can't like, see we, like, we can't up. see your mouth and how big your smile is, uh-huh. but we can feel it through the screen. Like well, I'm just, just I'm just saying like <laughs> <laughs> this is just the greatest thing. This is the greatest thing ever. Hey, chill out, dude. Okay, so like. We know I don't have an athletic bone anywhere in my body. That's not true. Mm, okay. Athletic in the kitchen. <laughs> you're right. You are right there, Court. You are you are right there. But um, have y'all ever heard of um the power slap league? <laughs> boy, they been laying. Boy, boy, ain't boy. no way. Boy. Eight. They it's like all these people like some channel locks, boy. Yes, it's like all these people signing up to get that butt whooping their grandmama was supposed to give them when they were four. Like that smack that I First saw somebody get slapped so out, hard they out. rolled out. over Time and out. I think died. They didn't die. Time out. What's up? Time out. First off, them whooping from granddad. First off, and them still ain't as bad than whooping from granddad. No, yeah, he ate me up on Thanksgiving on that porch when I was a kid for cussing in the <laughs> I'm talking about that switch got the barking on my boy. <laughs> you still have forgot to have you course. That's the second worst whooping I ever got in my life, bro. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Don't compare that to no grandma granddaddy mm-hmm. because But I mean like kid. Okay, Corey, you volunteer, you put a helmet on, you run fast and hit people. Okay. What and like we know football has history of CTE. Um, what happens to these people when they get slapped? Like, they are they slow willingly? Like, I'm not signing up to get my face, like for you to rub chalk in your hand to give me a pimp slap like Cat Tell Williams did. Like, no. Well, well, here's the thing. People just get- I was listening, I was listening to Dana White because this is his league, right? I was actually listening to him earlier today talk about this, and he made a point to me that made a lot of sense. That it makes money? Well, not that it just makes money, but you have two other sports. You have boxing and MMA Mm -hmm. where you Mm -hmm. sign up to get hit, right? Yeah, and I wouldn't do either of them. Okay, but so what's the difference in boxing and MMA and power slap? They're They're all the same thing. It's just you, different. You just, you just can't hit different. It's just different. <laughs> it's the now, same thing. I can say, though, Power Slap League to me is way more entertaining. Oh, yeah. Like, they did it. They're like, oh, I will watch. I will watch somebody get reset. Like, you know, there's a button in the back of your head that if you hit it hard enough, it resets you. <laughs> yeah, these people just out here getting reset like old Nintendo cartridges. Like, you would hit them down and blow them. That's what's happening. Yeah, since we done put the Showtime on the Hulu yeah. package, well, I'm not trying to plug anybody, but since we done put that on there, like we've been watching all this MMA unboxing stuff late at night and uh-huh. everything going off TV, 
And like you, you watch these fights. Watching and, television when the television go off. Right when television go off, you'll be watching these fights, and man, there's no action. They just little little mm-hmm. dancing, dip, 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 dive, dip, and dodge, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you turn on power slap. You know what you guaranteed every time. <laughs> Somebody getting somebody getting a fire knocked out of them. Yep. And that's all I want to see. Somebody walking away looking like Quasimodo. <laughs> somebody whole face swole up. Somebody looking like what happens when you leave a balloon in the sun and it just swell up and then deflate. That's what's gonna look like. Oh, what was the name of that movie? Um was it Elephant Man? Somebody looking like him? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might be yeah. for my time. I ain't never heard of no elephant man. <laughs> Just Google it. Hey, it's barely it's barely ahead of my time too. Walking around looking like Willow. <laughs> oh, I don't know who Willow is. Either. That's actually kind of relevant now because it's a Disney Plus series. It's now. almost like I did that on purpose. Oh, good job! Thank you, thank you, thank you. I see that you. you did. It's like you're a professional. All right. Okay. Corey's like, thing. Oh. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I never watched either one of those movies. I just know what they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all seen Elbert? <laughs> Yes, bro. Mm. Who hadn't seen Airbud, bro? Like, right. all, like, come on now. I actually know somebody, bro. Who? The PTs when I was doing my uh, physical therapy back in Birmingham. They mm-hmm. never seen Airbud, Home Alone. They were sheltered. Those are even those are like the kid safe movies. How you not seeing Home Alone? Well, I can see I can make a case for not seeing Home Alone because Home Alone is a nineties movie. But Airbud, that's early. Oh no, they old. They grown. They grown. Okay, okay. That makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Because yeah. okay. because a grown like how old were they? Like 40, 30, uh, 40, 50 something? One on one on y'all age, and then the other one, like uh how old Kevin is. Kevin hit fifty. Okay. It's okay for Kevin, but the other person right. the other person we need to talk to They need help. That person. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want to say that. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, it's it's a her. It's his daughter. Okay. Oh, well, actually, well, actually, it's fair. If the daddy ain't seen it, yeah. the daughter definitely ain't seen it. Right. Mm. I got something. Uh, okay, so y'all remember uh, about ten years ago? Um, mm. You remember? You remember the show Catfish? Yes. Do y'all remember yes, Catfish? Yeah. Do y'all remember the biggest catfishing scandal of all time? Do y'all remember that one of the biggest catfishing scandals? Um, please enlighten us. What if I told you That's guys the name Manti? Tao. Y'all remember that name? Yes. I can't talk, I can't talk about this stuff due to <laughs> due to uh NFL. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Yeah, I finally I find Angle Cap though, bro. I watched actually keep going because when I was hurt at home, uh-huh. I watched the first I watched 30 minutes, 30 seconds of that first episode and I cut it off. Bro, how crazy was that? Mm. People pretending to be folks ain't there. Bro, look, like, bro. How scary is that, man? Listen to me. It happens all the time, honestly, and that's what's kind of crazy. That's why Neve off of Catfish to made like this whole show off of it, bro. That whole girl didn't exist, and this man, I think, do you? I, I, it might have cost him his draft position because this was a man who was a dominant linebacker mm-hmm. at, at Notre Dame, and he gets completely. No, it did. Em- it completely embarrassed. It did. That's a that's a that's a yeah. distraction, bro. You can't have that. You can't bring no distractions, bro. Hey, he talks about it, and I think the Netflix series. Did he so it, it did mm-hmm. cost him his draft stock, right? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Boy, I'd be so mad. Like, who do you even but fight? But for what, though? Huh? But for what, though? What it was mean? his best friend. Wait, his I'm best saying, friend was catfishing Oh, yeah, that's right. It was his best friend? Yes, it was his best friend that he played high school ball with. 
Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, that's what made yeah. it 10 times worse. You mean to tell me his best friend from high school cost that man millions of dollars? Yep. Yep. But you know what? Mm. Manta Teo would also be just like Aaron Hernandez if it were me. We'd be the we'd be the two in the same. It'd be Aaron Hernandez Teo. That's exactly what it would be because that man that man would be dead. Oh, okay. Um, we don't you quote don't you comment on that, Corey? The don't Cunninghams on this the Cunninghams on this show do not endorse. And Wait Corey, you are gonna make it oh, the, the most violent family I know does not endorse violence. We are not violent. I mean violent. Huh? We're I mean, pacifists. I don't know what that means, but I'm ain't violent. <laughs> I used to be. I used to be. I used to be a hothead. Not no more. Okay. I don't want you go? nowhere, but. <laughs> now I do have a question. <laughs> oh, well, we, what's up? W- with high school, would either of y'all ever go back to high school? Absolutely. Well, it depends. It depends. Okay, I just have a question. Uh, Would you ever go back to play like a high school sport, or for me, go back absolutely. and be in my high school band? Oh, absolutely. I know. Absolutely. I know where this is going <laughs> because I got a question. Why are so many people pretending to be high schoolers again? Like it's every. I swear it's like every other week in the news, somebody is pretending to be a high school kid. For example, high school basketball coach fired after posing as a student athlete in the game. This was earlier this month, right? It was like a high a school basketball coach. Yeah. Yeah, a high school basketball coach is finding herself in a hot seat after she allegedly posed as a student athlete and played in a game alongside teenagers. The move was all caught on camera. Black don't crack, but unless you use it, I'm just saying. The biggest thing that we heard that was disappointment. Wow, that was a terrible sentence. But she got caught. She was fired along with somebody else. But you would think that's just the first incident this has happened, right? Mm -mm. I mean, mm -mm. no, 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 no. Mm -mm. Um, 25-year-old Pose as a Dallas ISD student to um, to relive his basketball glory days at Hillcrest High School in te- um, Texas. Did you what just say this- ISD student? Yep. That's saying in school detention, right? See, that's what I thought, but I think it's like the school district because um, I had to check that too. Sure, I know them three letters. <laughs> you know them very well, don't you? All the time, you know. But here's what no, makes this even worse, though, y'all. Okay. This man was 25 years old, still going to high school. His name was Sidney Bovier Gilstrap Portly. I don't know if y'all remember when there's a Hurricane Harvey that came around. That's when he used that saying, like, he lost all his documentation and he was fleeing from Hurricane Harvey. And that's why he was back in school. Lord right? Jesus. Here's what makes it worse. Okay. This man was a predator, he had a high school girlfriend. He had a 16 or 17 year old girl while he was in high school. Yeah. Locked up. Some sick folks in this world. Man. Very, very sick people. There's some sick folks in this world. But you would still think that would be the last time, right? I got a bad feeling that it's not the last time. You would think it's, that would be the last time. All right, I said, this may be okay. the last time. I don't know. Corey, you grew up playing Little League Baseball. I grew up on a Little League Baseball team, in a sense, as well. So, y'all ever heard of Danny Almonte? I have heard of this. Yes, continue your story, my brother. Yeah, he's now an assistant coach at James Monroe High School. But he, um, in 2001, he led his Little League team to the Little League World Series. He was great. He was being lauded, super great pitcher, all this stuff. 
Except oh, he's he not coaching. He playing. Except then he was four years over the age limit. He was pretending to be a young kid so that he can win a Little League World Series. Yeah, so when he was playing in a Little League World Series, he was pretending to be a kid. He's a coach now, but back, right. back when he was playing, he was like, was, wasn't he like 16, posing as 12? S- something like that, like, yeah. It was pretty crazy. Once again, black don't crack unless right. you use it. I think the, going back use to the, your powers for good. Back to the, the coach black thing. Don't the co- mm-hmm. Black don't crack unless you use it. I had to think about that one. I know, right? That was good. He he did that one wow. so fast, like he just snuck that one in there. He said it twice too, and I was still thinking on it from the first time. But uh-huh. time. I understand. All I think right. about crack a lot too, but um, so Dang. well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but back to that coach. I think I think the the most annoying thing about the coach, the, the woman coach playing with the with mm-hmm. the team, she played with the JV team. Like, who wants to win JV games that bad? They couldn't feel the team. You could have got old random girl like off the sideline to play if y'all were just a down fool. a player. A fool. A JV game. Like I, I can JV. I can understand if it was a varsity game. I really could. I could get I could get down with that and understand that. But who plays mm. a JV game? Tina just wanted to go out there and dunk on somebody's head. She was probably trying to just see if it'll work with the JV. And so, right, it worked. Now we finna go hoot with the varsity this week. <laughs> You know, that's you may make you may make a you may have a good point there. She may have been saying. just trying to test the waters. You feel me? Now I remember Corey how when you used to play, people used to always say, "Oh, he too old. We need to see his birth certificate." I wonder how many it. people were yelling that from the sideline or from the court when she was playing. I don't think they Nobody. had. I don't think they had to yell it because how how one day one week she gonna be in a suit and then the next week she playing. You know nobody go to JV games. I mean, somebody True. had somebody had to go. Parents go. They, they got they got somebody in there dunk and they in the JV game. <laughs> Let me tell you. I bet you what it was was there was a mad parent that their daughter was sitting on the bench and coach was in. All right, something happened. Somebody snitched. Yeah, how did the parents not say nothing about it? Right. I don't know. And well, maybe the team was losing and the parents wanted some wins, so they said whatever it takes. No. I need. We need a full story. That needs a thirty for thirty. Okay, we'll we'll produce it. I got a question. Corey's gonna bankroll it. Corey, now I have a question for you. It's interview time what for you me. Mean? Corey, what's good? He said. He said you gonna pay for the thirty for thirty for for the for the JV girl trying to play basketball. It's fine. Nah. I'll be paying for that in my, when I'm in my grade. Okay. <laughs> now let me ask you a question, it's- Corey. When you signed to play at Cincinnati. Did your mom have a specific school that she wanted you to go to, or she just said, as long as you go, you go where you want to go? A free one. No, nah, that was in my that was in my hand, bro. It was in I your can hand. honestly say, I can honestly say, uh like yeah, Tommy Tuberville came to the crew. I came home from school one day. I never forget I had a dead deal on back of the truck everything. I come <laughs> home, I see I see the, 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 the white man with some big ears sitting on the front porch of my daddy eating coffee and donut. Miss Tubbs and uh, Coach Tyson Hilton at the house and everything, and I mean, of course, that played a that played a bit faster in it. But uh, my first time going on the airplane was up there. But I mean, it was it was all in my hand. But I knew once I left my official visit to Cincinnati, you knew that was it. You knew. Now I didn't care what mom and daddy had to say. You didn't care. You didn't care. You knew what nah. you wanted to do. Can After I, that official visit, I was there. Can I take y'all back in time to? 
um, February of 2009. Do y'all remember? Do y'all remember what happened? Y'all don't remember this story? Nope. You remember your teammate, um, Corey Landon Collins. You need to talk to him about what happened on his signing day. Oh, when he de- when he decided to, did he when he Is decided? That when mama cut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me, y'all. How embarrassed that poor fella. Bro, I forgot all about that thing you just said. Though. Do you want to talk about crazy things happening in sports? I never forget. It was the, it was the um, Under Armour All American game. This man gets on national television. He says, "I'm going to Alabama." His mama. Oh, walked, I remember. His mama walked off the stage, man. She so did. I want him. Bro, to that, go was, that was that was that was LC. Yes. Dang. And I'll, I'll never forget it because I said, I, and this is the God honest truth. I said, don't matter where he played after he committed Alabama. I said, this man will always have my support. I, I, <laughs> I'll never forget it. He was been one of my favorite players since that time, and he earned it because he was. I mean, he's still good. You see how that's what I'm finna say. He made the right decision. Look at him still. Look at him now. You feel right. Me? It just so he happened. It. This man yeah. played for two of my favorite teams. Now we we try to forget the Washington time. I, I we don't acknowledge the Washington time, but any other time he's had my full support. Dark days. <laughs> Dark days. Bro, I really forgot that, that was uh that was LC, bro. Yeah, I, I you really know, forgot about that. When I when I wrote that down. I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk about the Landon Collins story. And then I was like, oh, that that's his teammate. Dog, mm. I really forgot about that. Well, mm. so make sure he hears this part of, of the podcast. Tell that young man. Yeah, just, tell yeah. that young man that's he's wild. had that support. Because what's really crazy to me is as long as he's been in the league, it just occurred to me that I'm older than him. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, good job, Nick. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Bro, we are. We Uh-oh. are. But we're also old enough to know we ain't going to do some stupid things. Like, Corey, I'm just going to throw a random animal out there, and then I'm going to tell you a sport, okay? And I want you to tell me how they go together. Alligator uh, and cycling. Alligator and cycling. The math don't math, right? Not at all. Well, then let's throw in swimming and running into it for triathlon. No, I was going to say that sounds like triathlon. That's literally what I was thinking. So um, let's Somebody go swimming in a triathlon. Yeah, let's go to Florida. Oh, um, and a T word that I can't pronounce. Tona Tassasa, Florida. Basically, there's this triathlete, Bill Barry. Apparently, it got caught on camera. He's going to um, do this triathlon. He got attacked by an alligator. And then decided to finish the race. Uh-uh. Did he get bit? Yeah, he got bit. So the green light looks like this could be something lurking under the surface. And that turned out to be true because of American triathlete Bill Barry swam into an alligator during his training session. The man was swimming in Lake T-word I can't pronounce when he bumped into an alligator. Yeah, it was length of nearly four meters. The animal sunk his teeth into Barry, but fortunately it soon let go. Barry had to be brought to the hospital for his injuries, but was able to swim back to safety. You would let go of me too, but I thought I got done shitting on myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got my fang out of your eyes. You would let go of me too. But this is okay. So I looked up. I looked up the story and um, Thona Thona Tosasa. Yeah, I, I Tosasa Thona Tosasa. It it could have said Themyscira for oh, all I care. It could have said Thanos. Yeah. But y'all speak. That's what it said. 
You need some Adderall. I, I need some sleep is what I need. Oh, uh, listen, I just took a five-hour energy shot a little while ago. Also, if mm. you notice, Corey, I, I was a teacher for like six weeks, and I, I can't stop saying on God. Like, so you've been around them on God kids. Oh, my goodness, bro. Like, I can't. On I can't, God, I'm going to be you keep talking to me. I can't stop. I can't stop it. And it's, I, I can't. I just, I just want to stop. I just want to be a normal adult again. I miss Go being an adult. But you know, you work in college athletics. It don't need. It don't get any better because you're still around kids. Nope. Still around kids, nope. and and I'm picking up all they stuff, all their little slang. Have I, you ever wanted to punch a kid? Have I ever wanted to punch a kid? Mm-hmm. Every day. Have you ever? Have you ever punched? No, no. Plausible deniability. That's the name of this show. I, I, that's not true. I, I could punch my little cousins. They were kids. Okay. Well. Let's take it back to 1978 when OSU coach Woody Hayes punches a player. Yep. You ever had a player punch you? In the 1978 Gator Bowl, then coach Woody Hayes lost his temper when a player from Clemson intercepted the ball and he ran it out of bounds near the Buckeye sideline. The coach's temper flared and he punched the Clemson player in the throat and ended up punching one of his own players who tried to break up the fight. Yeah. Needless to say, Hayes was fired from coaching positions for those actions. I didn't know that's yeah, how Woody Hayes lost his job. Yep. That's- Apparently, even to this day, Buckeyes fans tend to overlook the scandalous incident and only remember fondly. Yeah, I don't blame Ooh. him because, I mean, if, if my coach was fired that way, I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't believe he did that. I'd be like, that's my coach and I'm going to miss him. And let's just, let's, just, just simmer, let's just simmer down for a couple of years and bring them back. <laughs> Corey, what you going to do if a coach punch you? No, he didn't. I mean, that was cheat. Huh? Oh, Lord. I'm going to tell him another cheat. Okay. What you going to do when he punch that one? I'm going to walk away. Hold on. Hold on, Mr. Hold on, Mr. Turn the other cheat. Hold on. Ain't, ain't this the one? Ain't you the one? That I'm on here, I'm on here Twitter. I'm on Twitter. I'm on my Twitter because I'm keeping up with everything Giants, oh. right? Yeah, you know where I'm going with this. Right. I'm I'm keeping up everything Giants. And it says here uh, there's, a, there, there's a there's a a fight <laughs> in training camp <laughs> between an offensive right, lineman. Okay, my bad. OTAs. Off season. Yeah, okay, OTAs. There's a fight in, in the OTAs between an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. I was like, okay, it ain't no big deal. It ain't nothing to worry about. I'm not finna be embarrassed by this news. And then the name comes out. Corey Cunningham. I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. But that really you, news, bro. Huh? Yes, Corey, it made the news. Yeah, Look, this is what news. a lot of people don't this is what this is what a lot of people don't understand though, bro. My dog who I got to fight with, that's like my little brother. That's like I my brother. You said, bro. like, he said my dog that I got to fight with. I was like, dang, what, what Tank and Lucy got to do with it? <laughs> Pray for them too, everybody. But anyway, nah, uh, that's my dog, but that's how competitive we be, bro. Yeah. Like, every mm-hmm. rep, me and my boy going, like, bro, I'm with, we with the shits. I'm with the shits. He with the shits, bro, like, 100%. And you want to know. know what I'm but <laughs> go, go ahead, go ahead. And it's hot. It's hot out there. Come on, now. We compete. That's how we compete. And everybody knew it, bro. But it just happened one of them days. The media was out there, and we got to throw in them hands, bro. And you know, right then, people don't know. I be in here locker right side until we in the locker room when we get done talking about like, you know, what's your ass, right? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, that's how that's just how it be, bro. It's competitive, bro. It's okay. fights like that. A lot of people. It's fights like that all the time. But, but that's crazy to show how the media can take something and just stretch and the hype. They gotta have something to talk about, bro. 
Right. I know. They have to have something to talk about. So you they should give them something to, talk about. something to talk about. You should give them something to talk about by telling them about this show. Right. You know, true comedy, hashtag true comedy everywhere. Then they say they know they're going to have y'all trying to interview for Jahakum with him in New York media. And then they're going to have y'all be one of the people that we tell that everybody talk about team meeting. What I can't talk they, about y'all talk I about us. Look, Mo listens. Mo listens. We no, don't care. I can't, talk, hey. I can't talk about the media. I'm I'm brave. I I've I done been taught about the media. Yep. You better you better use your media training. I was gonna say, <laughs> listen to me. You hadn't said anything to discourage me yet. Like you hadn't what? said one thing that I ha- I hadn't wanted to do. You uh, y'all 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 would be very good. I, knowing y'all too, y'all would be very good media people. Very great uh-huh. media people. Well, Nick has a very degree great in media it. People. And y'all just would be very, out. y'all would be very, very great. I ain't gonna count. Curse, you probably just out. Nick, on that's what hand. I'm here for. I do that on a daily. I know. Nick is <laughs> going up playing the cool and everything. Nick can do his research. All right, so Curse is gonna come in there off real asking no ignorant. I'm saying, get your in my life. <laughs> it be what it be. I, I, with my locker, and it be what it be. Nothing going to catch him eating for me. Get away from my locker. <laughs> okay, Corey, what you got for us? You're talking about the Netflix scandal. No, it's a the Netflix uh, movie, wasn't it? The Netflix it's, documentary it's, with it's the a documentary a documentary with the referee Tim Donahue. point shaving in the I NBA. Fell, I, fell, I fell asleep during the introduction, then the, the little opening credits. Oh, but no, it's really good. I listen to a um, podcast. I'm not going to oh, shout out. It's Whistleblower. It's all about that. It has some interviews with him. If y'all are interested in that, like 10 hours, it's really good. As long as I just couldn't. I was going to say, as long as he ain't fix any Knicks games, I'm good. And if he did fix Knicks games, I need him to fix them for some W's because I, I, I want that. I want a, 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 an NBA finals championship. I'm tired. Tired for picking on me right and my team. Now. I ain't going to count, though. My dog, Julius Randle, is hooping. Yes, yes. Yes, he is. My dog, Julius Randle. That was a phrase I did not expect to hear in 2023. Open. He is, though, Open. ain't he? That boy got some dog Open. in him. Mm. Mm. We all, I got two more things, okay? Come so, on, ask show two more things so we get the show started. Do what? He said so we can get started. Come on, ask two more things. <laughs> so have you ever been so mad you've threatened to blow something up? I can't answer that question. No. Okay, good. Neither can I. But use your imagination, okay? A Utah college student threatened to blow up the nuclear reactor if her football team lost. They better win if she going to jail. <laughs> so Salt Lake City, Utah, University of Utah police officers have arrested an engineering student accused of threatening to detonate the nuclear reactor on campus if the school's football team didn't win over the weekend. The student, a 21-year-old woman, is accused of posting a threat on the anonymous social media platform Yik Yak. Y'all know how I feel about that site. It's a mess. It isn't clear when police became aware of the post or how they determined who was behind it, the Salt Lake City Tribune said. According to the police report and her post made on Sunday, the student said she would detonate the nuclear reactor located on the school's campus if the University of Utah's football team did not win their game later that evening. Yeah, she can't say that. I got, I got a won, lot of questions. Oh, yeah, the Utes won 35-7 over San Diego State. University of Utah police said a woman, the woman is an engineering student at the university who attends class in the same building where the reactor is housed and has knowledge of the nuclear reactor. She was booked into the Salt Lake County Jail on second-degree felony charge of threat of terrorism. 
And in August, a 19-year-old student was also arrested for allegedly making a bomb threat on Yik Yak directed at the campus, um, another campus building. They going down. Who the gets emotional about San Diego State? There ain't gonna cap, boy. 20, it was 20, 2015. Mm-hmm. Hawaii Bowl. Mm-hmm. San Diego State got not <laughs> in Hawaii. Ooh, we. Ooh, we. They tell y'all something. Ooh, we. You say but, in Hawaii? In Hawaii. Hawaii. San Diego State beat our ass, boy. But she was in Hawaii. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so he go hit he, 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 he me now. We was a favorite to win that game, but you got teammates from Dade County, mm-hmm. Airway in Miami. Uh huh. Oh, I know. Some Alabama boy from the south. I ain't never been to, been out the house before. Mm-hmm. And you can say it's a Hawaii for a bowl game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you yeah. Have, hey, what's understood mm. don't have to be explained, brother. Like right. I would, Man, if my I, brother. Okay. It was it was a time we had a time last okay. night. Basically, that'd be just like, all I'm saying. I'm not gonna say my head coach name at the time, but it was a time we was on the elevator around two, three o'clock in the morning. I look at him. He look at me. He say nothing. His face red as a tomato. He looks at me. I look at him. I'm sitting there, I barely open. Didn't say nothing. Gave each other head nod. Good night, coach. Kept on going. And then y'all lost the game the next day. When your offensive line, you and your offensive, you, when you send your offensive line coach mojitos and stuff, mm-hmm. across the pool. Mm-hmm. When you get off the bus and the resort is to the right, and it's a liquor store to the left, <laughs> and the whole team be a left, it's going to the right, checking their room. You already know what's going down. When the team meeting, first team meeting, the coach say, "I better not see nobody on no motor school, no mopeds," and Two team ain't broke. Everybody from Dade County riding down the road <laughs> on a moped. <laughs> you know what type of meeting going to be. When you got everybody in the training room getting stitches because they said, don't go out there in that water because the core going to cut you. <laughs> but you can't tell us nothing. So everybody end up bleeding, getting stitched up and stuff in the training room, bro. Okay. Yeah. All I got to say is. Yeah, I couldn't imagine taking a scholarship to Hawaii, boy. Do you know how many little finches would be running around if I took a scholarship to Hawaii? Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I ain't gonna lie, dog. This is when I was in college, man. College, Corey, I can tell you, it's normal. Dog, the strip club out there, bro. The roof was yay tall. I probably had this much clearance. <laughs> <laughs> no air conditioning, humid. Oh. Human. Oh, so your leg was about as long as the poles of the strip club. Oh boy, man, it was. <laughs> hey, man, I just y'all can't y'all, see this. For the Corey post- just. I wish, I wish y'all could have went to college. <laughs> no, no. If no. it's anybody, because you know I was so good in high school, I ain't gonna toot my own horn, but. Didn't do nothing wrong. I ain't do nothing wrong in college. I got no wrong right, but I had fun. Which is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to make the memories. No, I had fun. (laughs) (laughs) Senior year when we like 
Dog, one of the most talented team, talented teams I've been on, bro. But just like, I don't know, we just didn't get clicking. So it was very stressful for like, mm-hmm. see, yeah, we ain't made no bowl game. Mm-hmm. We have fun. We knew we weren't making no bowl game like the offensive line. Oh, I know, Corey. I, I visited you that year. Hey. Mm-hmm. Boom. How much fun yeah. did y'all have? Y'all came with Cincinnati. We visited you that year. We ain't talking I about it. The the show. Layer. I, was, I was the layer of that place. Yes, you were. Listen, all I got to know, you you know your brother's sister going to ride. I mean, yeah, your brother's sister going to ride for you. You know that. You Shake know right that. Hands, man. Shake the right hands, meet the right people. And get you out they of a situation out. when we need to get you out of a situation. You your family when they, I ain't going to cap, bro. I had friends on the football team, friends outside the football team. One of my boy, Rob Rankin, still rap with him to this day. Crazy white dude, Rob. I hope you see this, bro, my dog. He ain't one of them frats with all the rich white boys and stuff like that. And so I don't know what he was doing. He was so drunk that night. My brother. Oh, is that the card we used? Your wife. Yes, sir. Your wife. (laughs) Allie Allie was there. Taylor boyfriend DJ was there. All my teammates were there. We was in this place no bigger than my place here, bro. Probably it's, smaller than my place. It's like here, the size bro. of a hallway, y'all. When I tell Price y'all, like, like the, oh, the size of a hallway, where they had church pews lying on the wall, yes. bro. It's called uh, St. Clair, right? Yep. Right there on Calhoun Street. Y'all ain't been. Everybody go shout out to everybody at St. Clair, bro. When I tell you, bro, <laughs> we were 4,100 deep in St. Clair yes. tonight, bro. Couldn't move, bro. Nowhere. The DJ went missing, bro. Not at and all. Me, and you couldn't tell me nothing because you and Fatty Wap in Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my family is up in Cincinnati for homecoming, bro. We won that game too, didn't we? I think so. I think we won that homecoming game. So my family's up in Cincinnati, bro. And uh dog, my dog Rob Rankin. Dude, are these your people? <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, take care of them though. Here's here's my cliche black guy drunk handing me his, his uh credit card. My dad would not care, bro. Dude, I bet his. <laughs> what you want? What you said you want? What you, you, your girl need a drink. What y'all want? What y'all want? What he's not what lying. Corey is not big lying. Big country's y'all. buying everybody's alcohol. Big country has everybody's alcohol. Oh my god! Big country has everybody. Dancing, but yep. what y'all need? No, I'm talking seriously, about, bro. y'all. And this and is the legit. DJ not missing, and everybody in there is just on a vibe. I'm talking about like. Until the almost fight incident where we had to Cunningham leave, you know. I don't remember that fight. I, I know you don't. I got you up out of there. That boy texted me the next day. Dude, somebody ran up a couple thousand dollars on my card, bro. Was it you? Nah, bro. I just bought me and my brother's sister drink. So, Rod, this is me coming clean, bro. It was me that did that, bro. He said, send him a Venmo request. So hard. I was flexing so hard, bro. All right, last story. All right, we done laugh. We done been mad. Y'all know there's one sport I know nothing about, right? Hockey. Okay, there's two sports tennis. I know nothing about. Baseball. I know tennis. a little bit about tennis. I know something about baseball. Soccer. Soccer. Too much running. Like, <laughs> here we go. Player stabbed, referee dismembered over soccer quarrel. In Brazil, 2013. Y'all, I done been mad at some sports before, okay? But I have never been mad enough to stab somebody and dismember somebody. What the argument started... Cut them up. The argument started over a red card. A red card basically means a referee is ejecting you, kicking you out the game, okay? 
it escalated when the referee stabbed a player. It ended when the player's enraged family members stoned the referee to death and then dismembered his body. This was in 2013. You're sitting here thinking probably, oh, this is something that happened way in ye olden days. Mm-mm. 2013. Even oh, for soccer okay. where violent, out, violent outbreaks apparently happen a lot during soccer, this has never really happened for real. Referee Jordan Silva called a foul during a soccer match. He showed player... Hosnia Santo Abrio, a red card, the highest penalty, which transla- translates into expulsion from the game. Um, Abreu, 30, wasn't going to take it. Police said and confronted the referee, who was 10 years younger than him. So I guess he was kind of scared. The altercation grew ugly. Silva pulled a knife and plunged it into Abreu's chest, um, the police stated. While the player was rushed to the hospital, members of the family then nabbed the referee, tied him up with the help of fans. And they tortured him. The players didn't make it to the hospital alive, so he died. When the news reached the family back at the soccer field, the mob took retribution on Silva. They stoned him to death. Then they cut his body into pieces. Yeah. They did this all on camera. Well, I'm going to say this. That referee, I I don't know. Well, you said the player died? Yeah. Well, I don't want to sound insensitive here. You were going to say an eye for an eye? Yeah, he deserved it. Like you, you, you out here scared and gonna Justice stab a player. Mm-hmm. You gonna stab somebody and kill that man because you mm-hmm. were scared of him. And then mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he. Des- I don't know if he deserved the dismemberment part, but uh, yeah, he. he I for an eye. He wrote a check. His clearly caught cashed. So yeah, it just go to show, bro, that people out here need Jesus. Mm-hmm. Or, they do. Or Jesus. Jesus. Well, they're Brazilian. What's Brazilian? They need Brazilian Jesus. Hey, time out, bro. I just heard a big dog out here by the pool start barking, bro. Y'all see how I look back? <laughs> you did. I can't, I can't even hold you, bro. That was one time where you um where you where you had a little camera angle and you gonna have it on the hall with the hallway behind you. I was sitting here thinking to myself, Lord Jesus, please don't let him sit there. Do not let him sit there because all I'm gonna do is be looking behind him in case some some move. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna scream like a little. I had one last thing I wanted to say, and it's gonna be a very awkward transition that we can get. Y'all ain't ask me no questions, bro. Y'all we never y'all ask me no questions. Hold on, bro, we all, asked. First of all, we snuck them questions in there. You ain't even realize it because I asked yes. you about that training camp thing. I mean, that OTA thing. Come on. What now. else you got? Ask me something else, bro. Y'all ain't asking me no. Put me on the hot seat, bro. Boy, you don't want me to do that. I'm a Giants fan. Are you put crazy? Put me on the hot seat. Come Are you on, crazy? Bro. I'm a Giants fan. Are you sure you want that? Okay, I got a question for you. How bad does Spike Lee's breast smell? I ain't sniffing no, but that man, bro, if I do. You were all up in his face. <laughs> what you think of Daniel Jones? That's my dog. Aiden is my dog. How much you think? Aiden is him. <laughs> how, much you think how much you think the Giants should spend to bring him back? That's not in my payroll. Nah, uh-huh. sure. like, no, uh-huh. no, no, no. You, you want to be in the hot seat. seat? Oh, what about? No, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't pay attention to that stuff. Oh, okay, I don't pay attention smart. to financials and all that stuff, bro. How, I make sure I'm paid first. On God, how important? I got to make sure I'm paid first. How important was Saquon to you guys this year? To see say, uh, and you got to think, bro. I missed half the season being out of my injury. Where I was just. Like I said, God had to sit me down. I was at home. But, like, to see Say, like, he told me there at OTA, he said, they finna feel me this year. 
he told me I never forget we was doing something to walk through and he like to come up to people and try to like box people and everything. So me and him throwing our hands up. He said, Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. And I want you to hear me. I'm back. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the way he said it kind of like they got in there. be different. Mm-hmm. This is doing the walks. This is doing uh, OTAs. I was like, all right. Him back. <laughs> Him back. Him back. Corey, this is a team that was predicted to be very bad. Prediction. Prediction don't mean bro. I agree. Nobody. I agree. And this, But this is what, man, this is what really drove me to get back. And this is what really, like, like when I'm training, I'm hearing Stephen A and everybody on on TV in the morning, running in to do my weekend, dog to John, dog to John. I know what's going. Like I just do a, a half what was going on facility, bro. Like doubt us. That's what we want. That's what we like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what's going on in the house, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they don't they don't know what's going on that locked on. They don't know, bro. Like that locked on this year was like that was the that was by far the tightest locked on I've been on since I've been inside of them. Since I've been in the league and all my okay. going on six years now, the tightest mm-hmm. locker room I've been in. Uh and a lot of people don't a lot of people don't know that. Like it don't matter how good like numbers wise on paper, how good a team is, yeah, like kinda of matter a little bit, but when you like this in a locker room and stuff like that, mm-hmm. come on, bro. That's what like I was it like, makes the difference. get back there with my boys. Even but like even when like, the dudes like you know you ain't gonna, gonna get that many snaps on Sunday, you know you're not gonna be even if you're not even playing on Sunday, you're doing whatever it is in the week, you're going to make sure like your dog's like mm-hmm. ready to go. And you just as hype. But that's the type of vibe, like I said. That got a lot to do with why, like, at the hockey game where I did what I did, bro. A lot of people don't know, like, inside that building, inside that facility, bro, it's juice from the time you walk in. Everybody on their P's and Q's, like, like. Yeah. Is that all? You're going to get checked, like. I was going to say, is that all because of day ball? Is that all because of him? <sighs> he started it, bro. He brought that juice, bro. He coming to every, bro. Coming to coming to meetings in the morning, bro. Like, you know, he just smoked him a good ass cigar, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. But smell like I asked for it. Smell like my daddy. He's trying to sneak out of the house, smoking cigarettes, bro. Smell like Uncle Moon. You know them coaches putting the our coaches, bro. Shout out our coaches there. They put in them hours, bro. Like I'll leave the facility, go grab some food in the city or something like that, come back, begin in my truck around 10 o'clock at night. I walk past the cigar lounge down my ears where I see all our coaches in there smoking cigars here long day, knowing they're gonna be right there in the morning with the same mm-hmm. energy, same dude, not missing no beat, bro. Like it's just the way it is, hell, bro. Like yeah. it's, <sighs> it's different. I got I got to change. Bro, it, I, bro, that, and that was my motivation to just rehab and get back and stop bullshitting that mm-hmm. career and get back up here to what you know God has blessed me with, bro. Because okay. like, it's different. It's about and like we ready to get back already, bro. Like, all right, next question. All you right. So going, we we we've talked about right. a bunch of good things, and I, I'll let you go. But I got to talk about one negative thing. You're talking about how positive that locker room was, but you had one guy who got traded, um, Kadarius Tony. What was what was what was that situation? Shoot, I ain't get much into that, man. Like I said, uh, I ain't know nothing that was going on there. I know he's getting ready to go to practice. Dave's called us up, say he just traded uh, KT to Kansas City. That's our brother. He was our family. But you know, like I said, it's a business side to this, and that's what happened. That's a very good media answer. Boy, who trained you? 
I ain't gonna cap, bro. Boy, in New England, we had to sit up and listen to Bill talk about how to talk to the media, bro, for hours, bro. <laughs> I know. But you ain't gonna catch you ain't gonna catch you slipping regularly. Family business, bro. Like I said, like we keep our family business in house, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was a very good answer. You said, you said, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, what happened in the house? What happened in the house? That was a, that was well, a really Corey, good answer. Corey, thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll link your socials in the show description and bio. Nick, if people want to get in touch with you, how could they do that? Find me at the NJF on everything. <clears throat> everything, everything. Especially everything. all my New York Giants. If y'all listening, listen to me. I'm one of y'all biggest fans. Holler at your boy. Um, I'm down here in Bama, but if you need me, we'll make a trip to New York. We'll make it happen. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm KM. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm K. I don't even know what that was. I'm K Ham Cooks on Instagram. K Ham Speaks on Twitter. As always, you can find the show by searching hashtag True Comedy. We are everywhere. Thank you all so much for liking, sharing, subscribing, and listening. And as always, for over 100 episodes, this has been True Comedy. Later. <laughs>